0: roll red, roll red, roll. Welcome back to Here on the Hill, a podcast from Montgomery Bell Academy in Nashville, Tennessee. MBA is known for its writing program, but authorship at MBA extends well beyond the analytical essays of theme days. In our Theater One class, Dr. Cal Fuller challenges his students to write and perform stories from their own lives, This is not only an opportunity to work on their stage presence, but also a chance to reflect on their personal experiences and how one's perspective can change over time. In this episode of Here on the Hill, we'll hear stories from the class of 2026, one from Nikhil Misra and one from Jack Rogers. First up, Mr. Misra.
1: My family was unbelievably exhausted and fuming, trying to catch what little sleep they could in the airport, a very uncomfortable environment, all because of me. We were returning to Nashville from Spain after a vacation. Due to travel times and costs, we decided to make a connecting flight in Heathrow, the London airport, and one more in Chicago. Being such a big airport, Heathrow has separate terminals for departing and arriving flights, which requires us to switch terminals to catch our flight to Chicago. But before we switched terminals, we had to go through a big, evil, dreadful monster. The customs officer. Before stamping our passports, the customs officer asked whether or not we had anything to declare and proceeded to list things we may declare such as alcohol, cheese, meat, other fluids, flammable or sharp objects. Wait, spoilable goods, you say? Well, coming from Spain, of course we had amazing meats, cheeses, and wines. But these were all packaged and would not spoil over this short journey so my parents said that there was nothing to declare. Now, I was freaking out because I thought my parents had forgotten to pack my salami. Being only four years old, I really did not care what got packed or how it got packed, but I insisted that my dad did pack some salami because I, to me it was pure gold, the treasure at the end of the rainbow, so to speak. So before we left Spain, I investigated my dad about the salami, and he opened up the suitcase and explicitly showed me that he had packed my, not our salami, but mine, into one of his dress shoes that he would not wear on the flight. So when my mom said we had no spoilable goods, I was scared that my parents had left my precious gold behind and asked my dad very innocently, but what about the shalami in the shoe? My dad quickly explained to me that since it was packaged, it was not spoilable. However, I, m- I mentioned a spoilable meat and the fact that it was hidden in a shoe, of course, was suspicious. So the customs officer called one of the security guards over and he took us to a back room. There, they unpacked the bags and found even more cheeses and alcohol and meat that we had taken back for our friends and for ourselves. After they had unpacked everything and sent us through a giant scanner, they grilled us, metaphorically, of course. However, my family did want to literally grill me. By the time the bag checking and grilling was finished, it had been a whole three hours. Because nothing was going to spoil and we were not found with any dangerous objects, we got in no legal trouble. However, unfortunately, we missed our flight from London to Chicago, which consequently caused us to miss our flight from Chicago to Nashville. We were forced to sleep in the airport, which was very uncomfortable and loud. And I learned to never talk with an airport authority nearby, especially never to mention any suspicious somethings in shoes.
0: That was Nikhil Misra. Next up, Jack Rogers
2: It was a cold winter evening that seemed ordinary. However, on this night, I would be brutally injured by a lightsaber. My friends, Noah was having a party with his three cousins, his older brother, and myself. We were all hanging out in upstairs in Noah's bedroom. Noah's bedroom was fairly crowded with toys and stuffed animals spread along the floor and a large bunk bed, around six feet tall, was pushed against the left wall of the room. A beanbag sat in one of the corners. We were starting to get bored, so Noah's cousin Colin had the genius idea to jump off of the bunk bed and land on the beanbag. Everyone thought this was an amazing game, so they all began jumping from the bed to the beanbag. Except for me. I was the youngest one at the party by about two years, since I was only in first grade. However, the peer pressure eventually got to me, and I decided to jump. I plummeted six feet down, only to miss most of the beanbag and go headfirst into the handle of a plastic lightsaber. The next few minutes were kind of a blur, everyone thinking I was fine at first, but their faces became worried when they saw the area just above my right eye was gushing blood. Noah sprinted to go get his parents, who quickly contacted my father. My dad took me from Noah's house and rushed me out to downtown Nashville. I had no idea where we were going, but I was in too much pain to care. We finally arrived at a large building and my dad ran me through it. It was mostly empty, but we finally found one room that was open with lights on and we walked in. I have no recollection of the actual process of getting stitches, but I do remember that my doctor gave me a lollipop before I left. I later found out that the doctor who gave me stitches was actually one of my dad's best friends, named Chad Robbins, who is a plastic surgeon and my dad had called him in from a Christmas party to come help me. I've always been grateful that he left a fun part me to help out a kid that he didn't know too well. He also did a great job as I didn't get a star from my injury. This experience taught me to be more careful of my actions. Even if all of your friends are doing something, it doesn't mean it's a good idea to do it. One final note I would like to add to this situation is that it was in no way Noah's fault, even though he has apologized many times. We are still good friends to this day, and sometimes we jokingly have fights with lightsabers, which all ends with them hitting me in the eyebrow.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Here on the Hill. For more information about our school, including upcoming admissions and alumni events, please visit montgomerybell.edu. To contact our podcast team, please email hereonthehillpodcast at montgomerybell.edu that's here with an e-a-r thanks for listening go big red